Eli had thrown a snowball at Martha, grinning as they teased each other. That day, Emma had met the Englisher, Jaron. She could still remember sitting in his truck with him, his lips hovering just inches from hers. That had been the moment that she had decided to join the church. She knew she belonged with the Amish, the plain folk. An English life with Jaron would have been too fancy and ungodly for her. His smile faded a little. I forgot that Eli was there, too. I'm sorry for bringing up that memory. She blinked, brought back to reality by his soothing voice. Not only Eli, but Martha, too, she said, smiling sadly at him. It's good, Jaron. I need to remember. You haven't heard from Martha? he asked. She shook her head. Not since the last time she left. Her sister had left to join the English world at a young age, following her boyfriend into the unknown. They were engaged, as far as Emma knew. She tried not to think about it. She missed Martha dearly, but Martha never bothered with any of her family, as she lived her life of fancy adventure. Emma thought that she could so easily have taken the path that Martha had chosen to tread. If their lips had touched in his truck that day, then she knew her path would have been a completely different journey. But the lips didn't touch. And now she was here, a young Amish widow, and he was there on the other side of the counter, an Englisher with his own wife. Although they were just on different sides of the counter, they could have been on different sides of the earth. Jaron straightened a little as his father and Sarah wandered back to the counter. Mr. Williams had a few items in his hands. His wife liked homemade apple pies, and those were one of the store specialties. Jaron rubbed his hand on the back of his neck. Emma he said quietly. They moved out of the way of Sarah and Mr. Williams, who were chatting about children. I have something I need to tell you. Emma froze, her heart sinking a little. Was he going to leave her again after all this time as friends? She wasn't sure if her heart could take any more loss. First Eli, then Martha. Was Jaron the next to go? I want to tell you in private he told her, glancing back over at his father as the man finished paying. Tonight. Tonight? she asked, but Mr. Williams was already walking toward the door. Jaron, you coming? he asked his son, holding the door open. The cold winter breeze swept in and made little Ruthie squirm in her mother's arms. Tonight, Jaron whispered, giving her a wink that made her blush all over again. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother, and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Matthew twelve, forty-eight through 50 Darkness came earlier than usual, as Emma sat in the corner playing with Isaac. Sarah was in the chair, sewing up a pair of her husband, Jeremiah's, trousers. The man of the house himself was standing near the window, rocking little Ruthie back and forth, trying to will her to sleep. He wasn't having much success. Emma stifled a yawn. Ruthie was a crier at night, and since Emma had lived with her sister's family since Eli's death, she felt more than obligated to help with the child so her parents could have a good night's rest. Things had gotten worse lately, as Ruthie grew fussier and fussier. Emma wondered if the cold did that to babies. 
She didn't know. Now she would never get the opportunity to find out with her own children. Eli was gone, struck down by Gott so young. Gott had also decided not to bless them with a Bopley during their marriage. Now Eli would be gone forever, with no reminder of him running around playing with the other children. She started to think what kind of mother she would be. Would she have been as good as her own blessed mother? Again, she didn't know, and she never would. Ruthie grizzled a little more, and Jeremiah glanced at Sarah with a look that suggested that they were in for a long night. Isaac, on the other hand, was a perfect angel. He had grown into a quiet young child, thoughtful and considerate to everyone and everything. His little hands fitted perfectly into Emma's as they played their game. Ah, Sarah said, standing, rubbing at her lower back. She had had back pain ever since little Ruthie had been born.